Welcome to the podcast series, Small Business Survival Conversations. Through our weekly conversations, we hope to provide you with strategies and insights, knowledge and expertise to enlighten you as you work to build and grow your business. Here are your hosts, Anna Steinfest and Dr. Michael Troyer. Welcome, everyone. Here we are, Anna Steinfest and Dr. Michael Troyer, and we will talk about solutions-focused customer relationships. Hello, Michael. Hello, Anna. Good to be with you um, and with you also, the listeners. Uh, you know, if you think about it, so often when we go out to make a pitch to a new client, uh, a new customer, we hope, we're really pretty focused on what the message we want to get across about what we do and how we can help them. Or we're in search of a pain point that we can use to, to push uh, what we're doing. But in all of those cases, it's kind of a focus on ourselves and what we need to say. I just read a piece the other day, a gentleman who went into a sales opportunity, uh, the owner of the business started to talk to him. And before he got through his first sentence, the gentleman admits he jumped in and said, well, I can take care of that because he thought he was talking about cost reduction. So he laid out all the ways he would help them find ways to reduce costs. It had nothing to do with that. He, he Cost reduction or his concern for, for expenses was to help him employees, his employees do better and he missed that part. And halfway through the conversation, the person he was talking to handed a note to his, his vice president. And the person making the pitch stopped and said, well, what's on the note? And it said, as the note said, well, he pointed it to him and let him see it. And he read, what's this guy talking about? The, the man making the pitch, what's he talking about? He was so off track. So what we're pushing in a solutions-focused customer relationship is when you go in to talk to that prospective customer, what if you went in, went in with a collaborative mindset? I want to work collaboratively with this potential new customer on a problem they need to solve. And we're going to spend uh, 10, maybe 20, maybe 40 minutes talking about their problem and ideas we have between us to solve that problem. And that's going to get eventually perhaps through a relationship and a, not just one sale, but a whole sequence of sales. So how do we do that? Well, um, we recommend a certain process here, Michael. So um, when you start conversation with your customers, number one, we would like you to diagnose what is the exact problem. We want you to understand what is the problem your potential customer has. We are saying potential because you know what? If you uncover that the product you're offering is not the correct product, please make sure to be honest and you may be able to refer this uh, potential customer to somebody else, but do not shove product to your customers because right now we live in a, a age where your customers are very well educated. They know exactly what is on the market. So that's why number one step we recommend that you diagnose. So you talk to your customers. Michael gave you an example. The person was asking, you have to ask questions. Don't fall into this salesperson. He was just referenced. And you just hit on it. This is, you, you notice to, to, to even diagnose and frame a problem. You have to say, what are your challenges today, Mr. Uh, Mr. Owner? Uh, well, well, why is that a particular problem? Well, tell me more about it. One, people love to talk about their issues and where they are. And you're learning a lot by asking questions and listening for the answers. And then you can begin to help them 
frame that problem a little better or maybe change the frame of that problem a bit. Uh, I, I, boy, asking questions puts them in the driver's seat, makes them feel good about themselves, that they like to talk. What a great way to start a sales process. Yes. And then once you've kind of understood the problem and you've helped them improve their way of phrasing the problem, then you can start number step number two, generating some solutions together. And it doesn't matter, as Anna said, it doesn't matter whether it relates to your products or services that you're delivering. It's that you're looking for ways to solve the problem. If you're fortunate, one of the ways might be something you offer. If it isn't, it doesn't matter. They're beginning to discover you care about them. There may be other opportunities down the road, even if it isn't a fit to your product or service right now. So generate solutions together. How could we solve this? And uh, I don't know, probably our listeners heard, but you said together. So, you know, this is extremely important. That's what we are talking about. Collaborative. You can ask again question. Do you think that will work? Do you think that will work in you? Start kind of probing and trying to give um, your potential customer some of the benefits if they're using your product, how this will impact their process or whatever the solution they're looking for. And then the third step is creating during this communication, during this trying to solve the problem together, you are creating this relationship in this process. It is important, Michael said, if it doesn't result in sales right now, down the road, they will call you because they trust you now. You create this trust with them, which is extremely important, is not transactional. You're not there just to shove products and features of your product. Think of, uh, of how dramatic that is in my mind. Uh, oh boy, here's here comes this Michael Troyer and he's he's a sales guy. And how am I going to get him out of, out of my office fairly quickly, especially if I don't think he's of any value to me? But now suddenly we've created a peer-to-peer relationship. I'm not just the little sales guy. I'm somebody helping him solve a problem and think his, his way or her way through it. So we're developing this nice relationship. Uh, we're having some fun together, frankly. We're maybe even laughing about the challenge of solving this problem. Whatever it may be, we're building a relationship that may well service down the road. So to me, it's worth that time and effort, building that peer-to-peer relationship. And that leads us to the fourth step. And that is, together, you have to make sure that you set up some achievable outcomes to make sure that, you know, your customer knows, hey, if I use this product, this is the outcomes I will get. They want to know the results. I mean, you're, you're a business owner. When you're trying to purchase something, what you're looking for, someone to solve your problems, and you're looking for results. This is it. Fast results. Well, we want fast results, but I mean, we want results. We don't purchase a product just to purchase a product. And think of the power of this. So, Anna, you're the owner and I've been talking to you and now you've you've settled on a solution you think you want to pursue. And I say, can I call you back, Anna, or can I stop by to be sure you, you've done what you said you're going to do? Because obviously, to me, our conversation has shown this is a serious problem. I'm sorry that I don't have a product or I don't have a service that fits you today, but I still want to know that you've done something and that maybe you'll call me in on the next challenge where perhaps I can even deliver a, a specific solution to you, excuse me, through my product or service. So that's really building a relationship. I'm, I'm holding that person accountable 
as a peer, even though I'm normally that I'd have been thought of as a salesperson. I'm much more than that. Suddenly they're going to call me back in. They're going to want to talk to me some more. Yes. And this is not a pressure sales approach. You have to understand that this is just a friendly approach, trying to solve a problem to a fellow business owner. And that's why they would love you for that. And they're saying that you, as this person making the pitch, you're pretty smart. You've got some good ideas, even without selling your own product, or maybe you are offering up your product. It uh, doesn't matter, but either way, you've built a, a trusting relationship and that's the future for more sales. <clears throat> and as we know, sales are extremely important, especially for small business owners. Especially so, in this world when owners know so much already. Yes, yes. And we just wanted to give you some tools and tips how to be more successful when you're approaching another prospect. Thank you so much for joining us today. Keep listening to us. You've been listening to the Small Business Survival Conversation Podcast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. In the meantime, hook up with us on our Facebook group at Small Business Survival Tools and Tips. Till next time, thank you for listening.